Welcome to the Confident Love Podcast. I am your host, Kylie Richardson. I have not yet recorded a fancy intro, so that is it. (laughs) Without further ado, I'm just going to start waffling on, so make yourself comfortable, grab a coffee if you're not driving, Um, and yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode. Well, episode two, better late than never, right? What's a few month hiatus between episodes? I mean, I really honestly thought I would have gotten in a few more episodes between now and now and when I first launched the podcast, but here we are, so let's just roll with it, and I'm going to stop waffling because now I'm just taking up your precious time, and I appreciate you. I really sincerely do. The fact that you're listening to me dribble on is just it's a big honor and I just want to honor you right now today I'm going to keep it short and sweet and I just want to talk about dating profiles because I have been over the last month or so on some of the dating apps and it really really disappointed me to see that to be honest not a hell of a lot has changed since the last time I was on the dating apps all the time before then all the time before then The caliber and the quality is absolutely horrendous. Now, that's not to say that the quality and the caliber of the men is horrendous. I'm specifically talking about the profiles. The photos, the bios, the first messages. Oh my lord. Please help. I truly believe that... I'm going to say like 75% of the guys that I saw on dating apps, I can guarantee that they are way better looking in real life and are probably far more interesting than their bios would lead me to believe. A common thing that I see and based on the conversations that I've had with people, honestly, guys undersell themselves and girls oversell themselves. Now hear me out, that may sound harsh, but ladies, we know that we've got selfie game. We know our angles. We know how to make ourselves look good in a photograph. Guys, on the other hand, absolutely, definitely not. Not even close to knowing how to sell themselves. And I don't know about you, but if there's a guy on there with mad selfie game, and he has got a whole bunch of pictures at the same angle. I think it's a bit of a turn off. <laughs> um, I have come across a few profiles when I have definitely wanted to just match with them to message them and say, hey, dude, like, ask someone to take a photo of you. Please, please, I beg you. And even though I'm not seeing uh, female profiles, uh, obviously, I am sure that there's a lot of guys that are thinking the same thing about us girls on the apps when it's just a whole bunch of selfies at a high angle in the same direction. It is not a good indication on what you look like as a person. I know that for a fact that a lot of the pictures that I hate of myself My friends would be like, but that looks like you. And then I take huge offense because I'm like, oh my God, no, that's a terrible photo. But please ask your friends for some feedback. Ask them to pick a couple of pictures of you. 
that they think best most accurately represent what you look like. Because even though we're not catfishing people per se with putting up pictures of ourselves, I have spoken to a lot of guys who feel like they've been catfished. Now, I'm going to do a whole other episode on catfishing because I had my own recent catfish experience, which I'm going to share a little bit about. I spoke about it briefly on my Instagram stories. Uh, if you wanted to go and check that out, you can go and scope me out at Kylie J. Richardson. Uh, but today, I just want to give you guys some tips and ideas and tricks. Not tricks. There's no tricking. There's no tricking when it comes to dating, but just some just some feedback and some things that you should think about if you're on the dating apps on how to optimize your profile to sell you, not a fake version of yourself, not a distorted, altered, edited version of you, your best self, because you're fucking awesome. Stop selling yourself short. Guys, you guys suck. Honestly, you generally speaking, you suck at selling yourself on dating apps and Ladies, you are, I almost guarantee, no, you know, fuck it. I guarantee that you're actually better looking than all of those stupid cattier filters and distorted filters that make your eyes bigger and your lips bigger and whatever else. You're better looking in real life with your authentic smile and your dimples and your freckles that you airbrush out when you, when you put the filters on. Please stop trying to change who you are because you're absolutely freaking amazing just as you are and the person that is out there looking for you is looking for you and they're going to think you're absolutely incredible so here i'm going to give you my top tips on things to do and not do in your profile now i have created a little freebie downloadable which is going to cover all of this stuff in a written format if you'd like a copy of that, just flick me a message on Instagram. I'll probably set up somewhere where you can download this, but because I'm just messy action, Kylie, messy action, I have not yet put that online. Or maybe I have. Maybe I've done it before. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, at the time of this recording, Kylie doesn't know where this is located on the interwebs. So if you want a copy, just hit me up. Alrighty. First things first, your main picture. Now, I know that some of the apps have got uh, like a feature called, um, it's like something to do with like optimization or like they're basically saying, hey, let us test your different photos to see which picture works best as your main picture. No, definitely don't let them do that because you're gonna pick the best main picture that is gonna capture the attention of all of the babes that you're trying to match with without Tinder or Bumble or Hinge or whatever trying to think for you. Because the key is you're gonna have at least five photos of yourself and some of them are not gonna be like super close up or super attention grabby and you don't wanna be swiped by on the first picture. Your main picture is your first impression. This is the 
walking past someone in the supermarket and them looking and being like, damn, I want to talk to that person. You need your main picture to be a good one. It should just be you. Gosh, it bugs me to no end when the first picture that you see of somebody is like two people or a group or a faraway photo and oh there is nothing more frustrating than having to figure out who the hell it is that you're you're deciding on whether or not you want to you know start a conversation with them make sure your face is clearly visible we want your face to be at least like 30 percent of the image you don't want to be too far away you definitely don't want to be wearing sunglasses oh my gosh if you're wearing sunglasses left swipe done gone people want to connect with your eyes no shadows it's all about the eyes it's all about the face like you want somebody to look at that picture and imagine sitting in front of you and having a conversation with you show some of your personality the amount of people that i've seen on there that have these really kind of staunch serious photos that in real life, they're actually quite bubbly and they're smiling all the time and they've got a great personality. But if you looked at their photos, you'd be like, oh my gosh, that person looks like a drip. How boring. Or how, I don't know, I don't want to say scary because that's probably a little bit extreme, but like that does not look like a warm, welcoming, happy person that I want to go and talk to. You might have the best blue steel impression. It could be completely off the charts. But unless you spend your days walking around with the blue steel impression, I do not want to see it. Please, please, please put some love and thought and attention into your first, first, first photo, into your main picture. And as I sort of, sort of kind of touched on earlier, you want at least five photos of yourself. You need to have a good assortment of images that give an insight as to who you are, you know, different occasions, doing things you enjoy, some close-ups, some full length, some with you and your super cute pet. But make sure that you're in the picture with your pet. I don't care if you have the cutest puppy in the world. Well, I do. I kind of want you to. But... I also want to see you. I'm not dating your dog. Group photos are great for highlighting that you have friends, but please keep it to a minimum. And make sure that it's super, super obvious which one you are in the photo. There's nothing worse than swiping through photos and trying to figure out which one you're supposed to be checking out. Oh, the temptation that I've had to match with somebody and deliberately tell them that I hope that they're the blonde person in the picture, knowing full well that they're probably the brunette, just to make the point that I don't know who you are. There's too many group pictures. That's great that you've got friends. But crop them out. Put a little smiley face over the head. You can still use group... If you don't have a lot of pictures of yourself on your own, you can still use group images. But just cover the other people up. Put little emojis over their face or something. And please, for the love of God, don't zoom in to the point where your your face and you become blurry and un, undistinguishable because you've tried to crop everyone out of the photo. That's not cool either. For the love of God, no 
Snapchat filters. Holy shit. Face distortions. Cat ears. Different coloured eyes. Ridiculous amounts of airbrushing or funny colours on the photo or... Oh my gosh. I don't know if you guys have seen that the filter for the guy. I mean, it's probably for girls and guys, but guys seem to use it. And it's like a black and white picture and gives them like red eyes or like little horns or something. Oh, there is nothing that turns me off more than one of those filters, particularly on a dude. I mean, I'm sure that guys don't like them on chicks either, but please, please, can we stop the stupid filter culture? The fun to send a silly little Snapchat to your friend at the time, but they don't deserve a place on your dating profile. Honestly, there is nothing that gets a left swipe quicker from me than a stupid filter. And based on the conversations that I've had with my clients and my friends and people that I've been on dates with, I'm not the only person that has that opinion. So don't do it. Please, please don't do it. Another thing also, which I feel just is a given, but I feel like I just need to say this. Stop putting pictures of you with just somebody from the opposite sex. Sure, it might be your sister. Sure, it could be your best friend. But the person is going to assume that it's an ex or a current partner. Hey, we're in a time when there's a lot more poly relationships out there and there's a lot more people experimenting in that space and, you know, non-monogamy. It's a thing. It's real. It exists. My opinion on it has definitely changed over the years. Um, definitely not for me, but I also believe that it's a legitimate dynamic that works for people. And I've seen it popping up a lot more on the dating apps. And that's when it's okay to have pictures of you and your partner. <laughs> Actually, it should it, you should have pictures with you and your partner. But any other time, like people that have pictures with the, and the opposite sex, it just it just alludes to or brings up those feelings that oh, that's an ex or that's a love interest, and you don't need that. Now, I know that there's going to be some people that are listening to this and are going to say, yeah, but that's their own insecurities. And if they're a jealous person, then I don't want them in my life anyway. I know. I get it. But we're dealing with human beings here. And you don't want to be triggering people at the get-go just by your photo. So just do everybody a favor and just don't do it. Oh, and on that note... Pictures with you with kids that aren't yours. I don't get it. Why? And, and just saying in your bio, kids my niece or kids my nephew is not enough. Because nine times out of ten, somebody's going to see that picture with a child and just be like, they've got kids. And they're going to make that, that, that split decision based on that. Now, I'm not saying that people don't want to date people with kids because that's not true at all. I have got loads of friends that are in relationships with people that have already got children. Um, and I've even got friends that are actively seeking relationships with people that have children. So please don't interpret that as me saying that it's not a good thing, but it's a misleading photograph. We don't want to mislead or misguide anybody, especially 
on a fast-paced app where it's all about the quick swipe. All right, point number three, include a goddamn bio. If you are serious about matching with and meeting people, you can take five to 10 minutes to write a short, punchy bio. This is your chance to really captivate the attention of your ideal matches. So make sure you use the space to highlight some of your personality. It's quality over quantity, so don't feel like you need to use all of the character spaces that you're allocated. Which leads me to my next two points, and my last two points, should I say. But I'm going to give you some good things to include and some things to avoid putting in your bio. All right, let's start with the good stuff. Okay, so you could do something like a quote from your favorite movie or lyrics from your favorite song. A pun or a one-liner that fits your personality. Give the person an insight into some of your favorite things to do. But it's important to only really include things that are a big part of your life, I would suggest. Because if you occasionally go surfing like twice a year and you put surfing in your bio, the person's going to assume that you're a surfer and that you surf all the time. And if that's something that they want or they're looking for, that's, you know, potentially going to disappoint them that you don't. <laughs> um, but also, if they don't, don't want to date a surfer, and of course, that's, you know, that's a weird thing to exclude from, from your list, but just bear with me. It's just an example. If they think you're a hardcore gnarly surfer that's out hanging 10 every morning of the week, then you're maybe going to get the left swipe because that's not what they're after. But if it's not who you are, then that has that prejudgment has ruined that opportunity for that person. Now, for those of you who know me, you know I'm a flirty kind of person. And you've got to remember that dating apps have to have a bit of a flirtatious level to them. It's the nature of why you're on the damn app. So put something on there that you potentially just can't resist in the opposite sex. Something that's a little bit of a turn on for you or that you find particularly attractive. And, and if it's fun and quirky, that's a bonus. If it's something that isn't going to eliminate 95% of the population, even better. <laughs> but keep it positive. Talk about something that you really find sexy in the opposite sex. Another really good thing to have is some kind of playful question. Um, now, I, I know for me personally, I have matched with some people that I possibly wouldn't have otherwise. You know, they might not have had great photos or if I just looked at them and thought, mm, I don't really know if I'm physically attracted to them. But if they've got a fun, playful question that I really want to answer and have a discussion about, then, you know, I won't lie. I have done the odd right, right swipe and been pleasantly surprised with some of the conversations that have sparked from a cool, fun question. So those are things that you should be putting in your profile or could be putting in your profile are basically just good things to have in your profile. Now, I'm going to give you some things to avoid putting in your bio. Number one thing, which is an absolute no-no, is listing things that you do not want in a partner. Ew. Ew, gross, no. Like, 
There is just nothing more unattractive than somebody listing things they don't like. Nobody wants a whinger. Nobody wants somebody negative. That sort of stuff just screams baggage and that, you know, that you've been burned in the past or, you know, you've got stuff that you need to work on, which may or may not be the case, but I'm going to lean towards that it is the case. In which case, I would love you to get in contact with me if you have an inclination or a really strong, I don't want that in a partner and I definitely don't want these things. We need to talk because there is shit that you need to, to heal from. And this is my jam. So please, please contact me. <laughs> All right. Next thing is too many emojis. I love an emoji. Emojis are good. Appropriate emojis, even better. Emojis that add to a conversation or to a sentence or for impact are brilliant. They can be fun, they can say a lot, but keep them relevant. Sometimes people don't write anything and they just put a shit ton of emojis and then you're like looking at the pictures, trying to figure out a little bit about this person and sometimes it just gets too hard. Too hard. If you're making it difficult, we're just gonna swipe onto the next person because that is much easier than deciphering a cryptic 30 emoji bio. Now, any references to not wanting to be on the app, how you're not sure why you're on the app, how someone else made you join the app. Look, you're on a dating app. It's fine. So are the people that are looking at your profile. You don't need to be embarrassed. You don't need to justify it. You don't need to make excuses. Who fucking cares? Let's get rid of the stigma around dating apps. They're here. They're real. They work. They can be awesome. Stop making a big deal about them. Of course, nobody wants to be on the apps. Everybody wants to be in a loving, fucking amazing relationship. Asterix, everyone that's looking for a relationship. <laughs> Just stop creating this icky stigma around them. They're totally sweet and just own it. And also you're just wasting characters for the sake of wasting characters. Now this last one, this one that's very dear to me and anyone who knows me knows that this is a big, a big problem. Spelling and grammatical mistakes. Now, I, I know for my own personal preference that this is a big deal to me. I also know that spelling and grammatical mistakes are not that big deal to a lot of people and they don't really care. But come on, put in a little bit of effort. Even if spelling and grammar are not your strength, you wouldn't send in a CV or a covering letter for a job application littered with mistakes, would you? This is about putting your best foot forward. You want people to be able to read your bio. You want it to be legible and understandable and all of the, all of the things that are going to make people go, oh yeah, this person seems interesting and fun and cool. I don't have to decipher what they're trying to say. Now, I know that this is not a deal breaker for everybody. And there are plenty of people that will overlook it. But all I'm saying is it's not 
necessary. It's not really excusable. If you're a shit speller and shit at grammar, that's going to come out in the wash pretty quickly when you start messaging with somebody. And at that point, if it's a deal breaker for them, they can make the call then to pull the pin. But don't write yourself off at the beginning. At the very beginning. This is your, your first impression. No attention to detail. Lack of care. There's a lot of feelings and things that can come up for people when they see a half-assed bio. So all I'm saying, and like I said, take this advice as you will, take it or leave it. But in my experience and based on the conversations that I've had with many, 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 many people, even for those that don't really get that bothered by typos, etc., this is still a this is still a pain point. So do with do with that information what you wish. But just remember, keep your profile fun. Keep it interesting and showcase how freaking amazing you are. Because you are awesome. You're not dull and boring. You're a goddamn catch. And you know that the best way to attract epic matches is to focus on being your epic self and putting your best foot forward. Please stop half-assing dating apps. If you're on it, be on them. Even if that means you're only on it for a week or two at a time. But I believe in you. I know that there is a freaking perfect person out there for you. Fuck, there's heaps of perfect people out there for you. You're just not selling yourself well enough. And if you're like, yeah, Kylie, this is all great information, but I'm still stuck. I don't really know what to do. I don't know how to write it. Contact me. I do dating app profiles. I fucking love writing dating app profiles. I want to sell the shit out of you. So, so much for my really short, punchy episode today. (laughs) Um, yeah, get used to it. This is this is gonna be the this is gonna be the norm. If I say it's gonna be short and sweet, just strap yourself in and make coffee. Um, but yeah. Anyway, that's it. I'm gonna wrap it up because you're amazing. Go out there, have the best day ever, and I cannot wait to talk to you soon. You've been listening to the Confident Love Podcast with your amazing host, Kylie. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for your support. If you have found value in this episode or any future episodes, um, it would be fantastic if you could give it a shout out on social media, share it with friends um, and just hop on and give it a rating on iTunes or Spotify or wherever it is that you're listening to this. Uh, It would be hugely appreciated. It's going to help me to reach more people, get my message out there and to hopefully change some more lives. Have an incredible, incredible day and I look forward to talking to you soon.